0: The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to Ten Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer—that's me, James Breakwell—and a psychologist—that—that's
1: me, Steve Olivas. (laughs)
0: try to solve your long-running relationship issues to
1: say and i missed my cue (laughs) Uh,
0: try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less if you just stick to the script the script that doesn't exist we could have stuck the landing i do appreciate that you have admitted you are not quick on your feet and have no snarky reply for me because i am perfect so i'm glad (laughs) we've established the baseline right off the bat Wow. Anyway, and being equally succinct, here is a listener who wants us to get right down to business, so I'm going to jump into it. Hi, James and Steve. I'll get right to it. I've Mm. recently introduced my 25-year-old female best friend. uh, I'm sorry. I've introduced my 25F best friend uh, to Tim, 24M. Uh, Okay, I am very confused. I might have to pause this. Okay. Uh, You got it. She is – the letter writer is 25. Okay. So the letter writer is 25 and female, and her best friend is Tim, who's 24 and male. And she has introduced him to one of her friend's groups. Okay, did a little bit of stumbling. I think we're there. Tim and oh. I have always been platonic and have no interest in each other, but we have a friendship that is deeper than my own family. It's safe to say I wouldn't be here if I didn't have, uh, have him in my life. The issue I'm struggling with is that him and my friend Lisa, 25 female, uh, have really hit it off and have begun dating. I am in no way jealous of them being together. I think they would make a great couple, and I have openly supported them dating because I love them both dearly, but in truth, I'm not okay with it. It makes me really (laughs) uncomfortable thinking of the idea that my two friends might create a deeper bond than I have with either of them, and I'm afraid I might end up being outcasted uh, with my own friends if my friendship with Tim is deemed problematic for their relationship. Is there anything to do about this insecurity I'm feeling about losing them, and why do I feel this way? Thanks for being awesome, you guys. Well, she obviously meant thanks for being awesome, James. And you know, that's okay. I'll I'll extend it to you this one time, Steve. So take it away. Well
1: you had a 50-50 shot there, but you got it wrong. <laughs> um, this is a really insightful question, actually. I like the question. I don't know that I have an answer, but I love the question because I think she's right. This is headed for Just knowing how people are, James, I don't know how you feel about this, but I believe this is headed for some uncomfortable times before it stabilizes on the other side. Because if she is close to Tim, Lisa probably knows that. But I don't know. Men and women, I don't know who's more jealous. I'm guessing probably men. But women have that streak in them where they don't want another woman sniffing around their dude, even if it's just a friend. And even if, like, Lisa already knows her really well, it's just kind of once the relationship starts to get more close, I think they're going to want more exclusivity of each other's time and focus. And so the letter writer might be the odd man out, at least temporarily. So my advice, which is uh, horrible advice, I think, is to, A, expect that to happen, B, just ride it out because it will come to an end at some point. And then C, when Tim and Lisa find a place where they are committed to, if they go this far, where they're committed to each other and all of those sort of early insecurities start to wane, now's your time to get reintroduced to both of their lives. And they are now a couple friend of yours, Uh, uh, probably a little more than... Uh, You can probably do that more safely than just wanting to cordon Tim off. But uh, I do think that you will be able to get back in Tim's good graces under the watchful eye of Lisa once those early insecurities die down. What says you, James Breakwell? Oh, wise one.
0: Well that is truly terrible advice and oh, I agree okay. with it I, I you didn't let me finish I was saying, and I agree with it completely ah. oh, 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 if you would if you would oh, just oh. save your save your groaning <laughs> half a second that would have been a great line and it might have even made you feel good about yourself but now here we are we both feel terrible which is our default state in this podcast uh, I think this was inevitable though I mean uh, there were only two possible outcomes here one is that uh, Tim stays single forever and is always your platonic best friend kind of <laughs> on the shelf and you get to go out and have all these romantic relationships and find these connections and then you've got Tim over there and you don't have to have sex with him or do anything else you've just got this perfect emotional connection and the other one is that he finds somebody anybody of the opposite gender and he he recreates that connection he gets married I mean so if and it sounds like he's a great guy it was unlikely he was going to stay single forever so this was going to happen and I want to congratulate you on having the self awareness to see this coming and uh, to kind of see where things are going it doesn't mean that you can't be friends with uh, Uh, With Tim and Lisa it doesn't mean that you can't kind of mourn the the change in your status uh you know that's kind of natural to to yearn for what was and if it was something special you'll surely miss it uh but I think in this case I think it was always an unstable dynamic between you two and it was always destined for this if you met anyone literally anyone uh you know this was gonna this was gonna come up Uh, I mean I've had similar things in my life um you know, my wife had a best friend in college and I had a best friend in college and they ended up uh, getting together and getting married. And now they, oh. those two people are closer to each other than either of them is to me or my wife. And that's, you know, that's to be expected. I'm not going to sit here and get jealous and say, no, no, you should be a better friend with me. I think guys are kind of uh, maybe more used to seeing this happen than, than women that we just, you know, you've got that one buddy and then he finds a girl and I was like, all right, there, there he goes. You know, he's not, not so available for halo nights anymore. or not so available to go <laughs> hit the bars, all those things, you know, uh, the parade gets rained on. And this is, you know, this is that classic scenario. It just, it it happens. And uh, I mean, if they, if he and Lisa break up, Uh, that doesn't mean that uh, this won't happen again. I mean, eventually he's probably going to find somebody and logically if you're living with somebody, you know, building a family with them, running a household with them, they are going to become closer than you and him. So uh, enjoy what you have and uh, or what you had and uh, as that relationship changes, you know, just kind of fit in where you can. Maybe rather than having this connection with just Tim, uh, view them more as your couple friends now because I think we all have that uh, dynamic with certain people. There are certain people you don't necessarily hang out with alone but you kind of hang out with them as a unit. They're your couple friends. Well, now, rather than having your separate friend, Lisa, and your separate separate friend, Tim, you have your couple friends, Lisa and Tim, and just approach it with that dynamic and see what you can't build from there. Uh, what are your thoughts, Steve?
1: Well, and FYI, this is going to work in reverse when you find a guy. Like, That's true. Uh, you're going to now divert all of your attention onto your new relationship and tim's gonna take a back seat and if you're with a dude he's probably gonna get a little bit jealous of tim coming around and even though he knows nothing's gonna happen he doesn't really know nothing's gonna happen guys are weird that way so yeah this is a two-way street and it sounds like you may have not have found the right guy yet but when you do i'm guessing it's gonna be a problem for tim
0: yeah. So there, there you go. Bad news all around, but you can, you can rebuild, you can build this new relationship and you, it's not like you're going to uh, lose both of these people from your life. I mean, I'm certain that uh, if things continue, you'll be giving this speech at the wedding. Will you be the, the maid of honor or the, uh, the best man who, who knows which side you're going to come out on. Maybe they'll just have one person and you'll fill all the slots and, and it'll be a grand day. You'll probably be godparent to the children and all, all of those fun things down the road. So don't, don't look at it with what you're losing. Look at it with what you can build uh you've got these two people who you just are crazy about and now they're going to be together uh you know maybe may, who knows so they're together for right now maybe they'll be together forever if they really do hit, hit it off which seems to be your fear uh you know if you view it as an asset if they uh, get together and form a family you've got you know a double connection to this family and you could be close to them forever just maybe not in the kind of platonically intimate way that you were before it'll be different but that doesn't mean it has to be worse it can still be a quality relationship uh that you build from there. Okay, now I
1: just hear you trying to fill time, James. So let me ask a burning question uh, here. What is the difference between a maid of honor and a matron of honor?
0: Oh, that's an easy one. It's just if they're married or not. Do you, do you, but you knew that you, you're you're the one trying to fill. No, I was just going to I was just going to get us out of here after that. But a, no, a maid no, of honor, I, a maid of I, honor is unmarried it, man, and a matron, a matron of have you honor ever is married been to
1: a wedding that they've had a matron of honor. Like even if the maid of yes. honor is married, they still call her the maid of honor, don't they?
0: They call her Matron of Honor. Steve, there is so much wedding etiquette that is above our heads. It's, it's not even funny. But they, uh, <laughs> now you and I colloquially at the, uh, at the reception would we'll be like, Oh yeah, there goes the Maid of Honor. That's what we being right. normal people would say. But. <laughs> In the official wedding planning guide, there, you know, in the, you know, the, the itinerary they hand out at the front of the church, whatever they call that, she would definitely be listed as the matron of honor. My wife's been in that position a few times and they definitely say matron. And there's all sorts of different things. I ran into one the other day that I hadn't seen before. There are attendants. Like there's, there are people who are in the wedding party, you know, the, the, on either side. But then there's like a subcategory below that of attendance. Like we like you, but not enough to have you stand up at the front of the church.
1: But you can kind of their role. What is their function?
0: They attend, Steve. They attend. They, oh, <laughs> whatever, they whatever, whatever the bride needs usually, and then well, like for for my wedding, we weren't that fancy, but our our secondary tier it wasn't because uh, we only had a couple people in the wedding party. It was usher. It's like cl- the close yeah, but yeah, no yeah. cigar situation was. We like you. Go ahead and help the old people sit down. That's what you get from us. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you for clearing that up. You can walk us out of here now. I don't mean to, to harsh your buzz.
0: Well, we do know that the world would end if we didn't make it the full 10 minutes. And we always have at least 10 <laughs> minutes or 25 minutes if this is wrong and wronger. And now we're going to make it to a full 11 minutes because that's just the kind of content we bring. But if you have a question you'd like us to answer in 10 minutes or 11 minutes or less, send it in to <laughs> jamesbrakewell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a romantic question. It can be platonic friends, whatever you've got send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.